Adam, Justin, we're home. You're listening to the Action Figure Blues Podcast, episode number 165, for the week of Wednesday, the 22nd of April, 2015. I'm Scott, and with me tonight are... Adam. And Justin. This episode is brought to you by Mike's Comics and Stuff and ActionFigureBlues.com. Tonight, our toys of the week are the Dragon Ball Xenoverse Trunks Travel Edition Future Trunks Statue, the Kotobukiya Artifacts 1-6 Scale Batman, and the Hot Toys 1-6 Scale Star Wars Episode 4 Stormtrooper. So, gentlemen, how are we this evening? Very good, thank you. I'm well. You're well. So, yeah. how how exactly how well are you, Adam? Uh, I'm alive. I'm I'm keeping food inside my body pretty well, and uh, <laughs> that's a good start for the week. Yeah. Has that been the case all week? No. No. I had gastro at the start of the week. Mm. What does that mean for Americans? Americans don't say gastro. What do they call it? A virus. I'm not sure. That's a bit generic slash polite. Mm, um, true. A virus. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, I've had diarrhea and um, vomiting. Yeah. I've been in Australia so long now that people, like today, my youngest was asking me, what's what's an Australian, like these different chocolate bars and whether they're American or Australian? And I was like, I have no idea. I, just <laughs> can't, I can't remember if we had those in America or not. And I can't remember what Americans call gastro, but I'd never heard that until I came here. Huh. Anyway, besides the um, expelling of things from various orifices, um, what have you been up to this week? Um, I'm just trying to think. Not a lot, really. <laughs> that pretty much dominated. Yeah. Oh, very <laughs> exciting. Well, I'm glad that you're well enough to join us this evening. Thank you. And Mr. Justin, how about you? Uh, pretty boring week, actually. Still school holidays, put up with extra voices running around the house. Oh, wow. And uh, trying to hide in certain aspects of the house, <laughs> just to get away from it all. <laughs> There's a few things I've been, uh, I've been away for a couple of weeks from the podcast, hmm. and uh, just a couple of things I'd like to pick up on, um, especially with our new host, Eddie. Man, if you've got a date with a girl, don't. Don't give up a date to, to do this. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's rule number one. Rule number one, yeah. Yeah, and my little other query, uh, well, not query, but listening, I'll, I want you guys to see if you can hear this. I'll put it up to the microphone as close as I can. Can you hear that? It's like a little rattling. Yeah. yeah. That's my kidney stone. and um, <laughs> That was from a few years ago. But uh, for John to be so nonchalant about his kidney stone, I've got to tell you, John must be the toughest man in the world. <laughs> when I had my kidney stone, I was in hospital for three days um, and I had to pass it naturally. And um, so much morphine that in the middle of waiting to go up to a bed, I got dressed and was walking out the door with everything attached to me, drips and everything, telling everyone who would listen that I was late for work. Um, <laughs> And to put it into perspective, uh, waiting in the emergency room, there's a guy who had a nasty accident with a chainsaw. 
and he was in the bed next to me and he'd cut his leg open from the top of his thigh just down to the underside of his knee. I had a kidney stone and I was hitting the wall because it was like contractions, like physically hitting the actual wall. And I looked over at him, the curtain was open and I saw his leg and I saw bone and everything. And he was sitting there going, yeah, yeah, it's all right. (laughs) <laughs> with a kidney stone. Well, you know that they... Crippled in pain. What John said was that they now have, like, they can break them up with lasers. Yeah. yeah. They could have done that then as well, but mine was just undersized to be to be broken up with a laser. Oh. So the other option was to have a catheter, and I said, there is no way I'm having a catheter, so let's just do this. <laughs> oh. And we did it over Jeez. a three-day period. And so you kept it. I kept it. Wow. I kept it as a reminder that I should be having a lot more calcium. And if you're listening, John, calcium is the key. <laughs> and you should be drinking a hell of a lot more water and kidney stones should be gone. I haven't had any problems since then. Wow, so very good. There's my kidney stone story. Well, wow. mm. I have nothing health-related to um, add. Yeah, well, this um, was a few years ago. It was just yeah. uh, prompted me when John was talking about it so so brazenly. Very good. <laughs> um, when I was in uni, I had a gallstone. Mm. And, which was horrific. Yeah, and well, like, um, when they took it out, they gave it to me. And they're like, oh, you want to take this home? And I was like, are you kidding? <laughs> I don't want to. And they're like, oh, it's so impressive. And I'm like, <laughs> that caused me enough pain. I don't need to drag it around with me for the rest of my life. Thank you very much. <laughs> my wife really wanted to keep it. And I'm like, no, gross, mm. yuck. <laughs> <laughs> it was very unpleasant. Yeah. Ah. Well, I had a very um, – I'm, I'm having a, a few weeks actually living in Melbourne. It's very um, n- novel um, and, uh, yeah, enjoying this not traveling for work thing. Yeah. Let's see how long it lasts. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so we've actually hired a couple of people to do some of the stuff that I was doing, which is very exciting. So a bit more time in the office, a little bit less time on the road, um, getting to know my family again. Excellent. Yeah, but they're awesome. back. At, yeah, they're back at school um, now, so they don't need to see you anymore. <laughs> no, that's right. Well, you know, last week, you know, we um, reunited. We did some kind of icebreakers, a few kind of getting to know you activities, and trust uh, falls. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, no, today we went shopping. Uh. <laughs> mm. There's a there's a brand outlet mall across the street from my office. And I may have made the mistake of mentioning that to the um, female members of the household. So today, yes. were, yeah. So today we went there, and I was um, ended up horrifically bored and not able to find a husband's chair. And mm. yeah, <laughs> all good. Um, hey, though, uh, referencing our little um, intro there, we have to say something about the uh, Star Wars Force Awakens trailer. Yeah. Um, what did you think, Justin? Uh, it's definitely got the spirit right. I'm very impressed with um, the feel, if that's a certain thing that you can talk about. But mm. uh, I think he's nailed it, and I'm, I can't wait. I wish I could watch it tomorrow. I know, I know. <laughs> Adam, are you a Star Wars person? Yeah, I, I like Star Wars, but I'm not, you know, super addicted to it or anything. Yeah, yeah. So I'll go and watch it, but I'm, I'm not, you know frothing at the mouth like a lot of people. Yeah. I mean, it is a – I think there's a generation thing Then you're probably a little bit younger than Justin and I. Um, yeah. That, but I really had to laugh because I watched the trailer with my 14-year-old who is a fan. Like we 
few years back now, we had a holidays where she and I sat and went through the whole trilogy and I apologized in advance for the Phantom Menace and, um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, she was really loving it and then got to the end with the Han and Chewy bit and I went, ah, oh, and she went, oh, yuck, he's old. <laughs> I watched it with uh, my daughter who's 13 and she went, who's that? <laughs> I know. But then she said, but then, because I was like, oh, that's so cool. And she said, oh, it's like being a kid all over again, isn't it, Dad? It is. Like, it, it is. It so is. Yeah. So very cool. Um, well, on that note, I think we probably should actually get started and uh, do some news. Yes, indeed. Agreed. Let's, let's do it. It's new AT-AT, the all-terrain armored transport from Kenner. Batteries not included, action figures each sold separately. You can make AT-AT walk, its legs are big enough to crush obstacles. You can move AT-AT's head and pretend to scan for rebels. AT-AT has a cockpit for Imperial Commander and AT-AT Driver and laser machine guns. When you push a button to fire the laser cannons, you activate battle lights and sounds. There's even a troop compartment. New AT-AT from Kenner's Star Wars, the Empire Strikes Back Collection. Well, as always, we start each episode with a bit of news, and we start the news with your news, uh, or the top stories, according to you, as posted at our subreddit, which is reddit.com forward slash r forward slash AFB podcast, or just go to reddit.com and search AFB podcast. And the top story, as voted by our Redditors, is a, a bit of a interesting announcement, um, with obviously more to come, uh, which is a, a leak, I guess, of, uh, the, Marvel Legends Guardians of the Galaxy 5-pack. Now, if we go back to San Diego last year, we were told then that this was coming um, and that it would include classic versions of the characters. Um, and uh, now the the news is that this is going to be an Entertainment Earth exclusive. Mm, weird. Yeah, which is strange. So, And it has uh, Star-Lord, which was already basically the classic version from the um uh, last year's five pack but yep. then new classic versions of uh Drax, Groot and Rocket and Gamora. Um huh. so yeah. Do you want this Justin? No. No. I I want the Guardians of the Galaxy with Martin X and um Charlie, <laughs> Charlie 27. That's what I assumed was coming. Um no, I think they've cheapened out a bit. On this one, but Groot looks okay. Uh, Gamora is much needed, but you know you have to buy the whole thing just for a Gamora. It looks like so. Yeah. And Rocket Raccoon basically just has a new head. Is that right? Or like, it's really hard to tell from the pictures, but he doesn't look that much different from. No, nor does Drax. Yeah, yeah. except he's on the Hyperion uh, buck, which is a weird sort of weird sort of uh, buck. Anyway, mm. has really really thin hips. Yeah, so. Yeah, so it seems strange that this would be given to Entertainment Earth as an exclusive, and that is um, rumor at this stage, according to MarvelousNews.com, so may well have been clarified by the time this goes to air, um, but we'll see. Um, that Not having done the um, Guardians, Marvel Legends, or the group Build-A-Figure, that classic group does appeal to me. Um, mm. But and, and so for Groot and Gamora, um, you know, it's probably worth it for me, but we'll just see how hard it is to find um, because Entertainment Earth, I've never bought anything from them. I don't know if they no. I don't know what their international shipping is, is like. Yeah. 
Um, mm-hmm. So we shall see. But that was uh, your top news. Uh, and second, um, at our Reddit was uh, this is looks fascinating and obviously incredibly expensive. Um, a company called Comic Cave Studios, which is a Singapore-based company, has done a preview of uh, an a quarter-scale animatronic Iron Man Hulkbuster, and uh, this actually like does things. Um, it moves and it's got an Iron Man inside and, uh, yeah, it is going to be, I'm sure, thousands and thousands of dollars. But if you, uh, wanted your very own working quarter scale Hulkbuster, this could yeah. be it. It's, uh, you wonder how much the license was for, for this one off sort of thing, uh, and how much they're going to have to charge to, uh, recoup their money. Indeed. Yeah. <clears throat> Indeed. Um, you know, it is, I have to say, like, I haven't seen this movie yet. I cannot wait, but I'm, I have Hulkbuster, uh, Iron Man fatigue. Um, <laughs> I mean, this, this looks so cool, but there's just like, how many, um, Hulkbuster Iron Man toys do we need? Um, it seems like we're talking about at least one new one every week and we've got another one coming up later on. Definitely. Uh, but this could be the one to be all others. Definitely, yeah. I agree. <laughs> um, and then uh, third place in the news this week was uh, Series 2 of the Mortal Kombat X line from Mezco. So these are based on, um, obviously, the video game, their six-inch scale, and we are getting uh, Kitana, Kotal Khan, and Quan Chi. And, um, Just on time. Yeah. And they look like great figures of things I don't care about at all. Yeah, I wasn't much of a Mortal Kombat fan, to tell you the truth. But, I mean, for what they are, that scale, they look, uh, they look pretty impressive. Yeah. Hmm. Mezco, I find an interesting company. And you know, I reviewed the um, uh, 112 scale Dark Knight Batman last week. And, um, you know, I don't, they do do some really good stuff. I'd like to see them do some comic accurate superhero stuff um, because yeah. you know they they're, they're six inch i mean these are beautifully detailed i wish they could get the molds for the uh, original hellboy figures and do them again that would, uh, uh, that'd be good mm. yeah um and uh now i must say that that was submitted by main man 804 and apologies the comic cave studios animatronic hulkbuster was submitted by jrod hg on reddit so thank you very much Mainman804 and JRod HD for your submissions. And, uh, the, the fourth item was submitted by Tim Tam Tommy Chu, who's a Reddit regular now. And yeah. this is, uh, we, we have seen preview art for the next DC straight to video animated feature, which is Justice League's, Justice League Gods and Monsters. And, uh, this is a, uh, what do you call it? It's like an alternate, uh, universe Bruce Tim version of the Justice League, yep. um, with funky looking, um, Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman. And, uh, DC Collectibles is going to make seven inch figures of them that look like, uh, they say first wave. We'll see if they do any others. Mm-hmm. And, uh, they're, they are built like the, uh, Justice League Unlimited figures in terms of that sort of, um, styling the Bruce Tim styling, but they are going to be seven inch and they come with swap out 
extra hands and the Batman comes with an unmasked head, etc. So, um, if you like this animated feature, you might like them. Yeah. Seems they borrow, uh, that, that joint at the thigh from the, uh, the Batman animated series as well. So yeah, true. Will they fit in scale wise? Seven inches is just a tad too big, isn't it? So they don't, yeah, no, they won't like Mm. they're, yeah, they are. Someone's not strange. (laughs) That's a bit odd, isn't it? I did, I did notice that seven inches and thought that's a bit Mm. strange. If you wanted to, you know, mix your, um, Bruce Tim figures together. Yeah. I guess they're their own thing anyway, so yeah. yeah, but yeah. Um, and last for me is uh, the Four Horsemen have announced that they will be doing a San Diego exclusive of the uh, Gothotropolis Ravens. So I've mentioned a couple of times when we talked about the Mythic Legions Kickstarter that I would have loved to have gotten on board with that. Um, if you are a fan, then there is going to be um, a Dark Miss Decimus Harabin, um, and which is a, like a clear version, and then Nitmus the Golden Eagle um, at San Diego. And if you're quick and you missed out on the Gothotrophilus Ravens, Big Bad Toy Store actually just unexpectedly had some up for sale this week. Um, and they're at the time of recording about half of them are sold out, but the other half of series one are still available. So if you missed out and wish that you'd gotten in, then you've got another chance. Yes. They if you can so afford awesome. it. I know they're not, they're, they're not. Sh- yeah. If you've got mm. organ, organs to spare. <laughs> I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> Limited to two, an uh, order of two and gosh, they're just so beautiful. I do wish I'd gotten in when they were, not that expensive. Um, yeah. And that is my news. So, Justin, why don't you take over? Okay. So, we are going to be bombarded with a bit of uh, news from our good friends at Funko. The first bit of news is that a Phantom pop vinyl is coming out. Um, I, I can't recall talking about this um, previously. Um, and I went on to the Action Figure Blues Facebook page, which I do a couple of times a week <laughs> to keep up with all the news, and um, John had it posted. So I went to our sponsor, Pop Culture, <laughs> and I ordered it straight away, and then I sent an email to John just to say thank you. I didn't want to disturb his holidays, and uh, he sent one back saying, you know, no probs, and that's it. I've got one on pre-order, not coming out to, I think it's August um, for $17, yeah. So, you know, the Phantom merchandise is too far and few between, so when it comes out, I'll snap it up. Indeed. Yeah. Um, uh, it's it's uh, really interesting to see just the depth of – now, it's just, you know, the Phantom 67, so it must be this is just part of the regular pop vinyl line. And, um, yeah. 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 Very cool. Yeah. So uh, moving right along, now we are getting – Super bad pop vinyl figures. We're getting um, Evan, Seth, and McLovin. So, I mean, it was pretty <laughs> pretty funny movie when it first came. Out. Um, I may have to see whether they're not picking up that McLovin uh, pop for my brother. He's a huge uh, Super Bad fan. Really? Um, he's younger than me, but he okay, yeah, really likes that movie. Um, but I guess unless you had Evan in the box, you wouldn't really know who he was. Because the other two feature stuff from the movie. You got uh, Seth with his, um, was it laundry detergent that he put uh, beer in? Yeah, he's escaping yeah. that party and McLovin's um, Hawaiian driver's license. <laughs> so, 
that's it. There um no real further details as to release. Oh, here we go. Available in July. So that's from Funko. And if you're a fan of Superbad, get onto it. Um, second bit of news from a third bit of news Funko is that we are getting um, a pop vinyl from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. We're getting the Agent May pop vinyl figure. So um, that's coming out. It's obviously associated with a TV show that I haven't seen one episode of, but um, the fans out there, it's uh, it's a pretty good likeness. Guys, are you interested in this one? No. Mm-mm. No. I mean, I, this, it's funny because uh, my 14-year-old and I were just talking about this show the other day that we both have tried to get into it and couldn't. Uh, certainly, you know, from what I hear, it has improved from the start. But, yeah. I love the actress, though, Ming-Na, um, you know, from ER days. Okay, yeah, yeah. She's, she's really good. Yeah. She's a really good actress. And Stargate Universe. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so uh, it was a remiss of me there in the news as well. I've skipped one as well. So we're actually getting um, pop finals from Talladega Nights as well. <laughs> um, <laughs> now, with these ones, <laughs> this is a pretty funny movie as well. Um, I must admit that I chuckled quite a fair bit when this first came out, and I do own it on DVD. I think one of the funniest scenes is when, um, when <laughs> what's his name, Ricky Bobby, thinks he's on fire and he's trying to put himself out <laughs> on, on, the fire tra- on the track. But we're also getting... Um, is it Gene Gerard and uh, Cal Norton Jr. as well, so it can do um, Shake and Bake Baby. So um, I've got thirteen fifty Australian price here, so pre-order in July two thousand and fifteen. So wow, those are coming up. Um, I mean, yeah, why not? We've got everything else and uh, super bad. It should be up there as well too. I guess they're just as important as all the others <laughs> in the Funko realm. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Moving right along, we're getting bombarded by Avengers news. So, second wave of Avengers Age of Ultron, Ultron and you mates two packs. Ah, so from the two pack, it's all we can see. We're getting Hulk versus a top secret character, Hulkbuster mm-hmm. Iron Man versus another top secret character, the Vision versus Hydra Soldier, and a variant set with translucent phasing ven- uh, vision. Sorry. So, not much to do with the release date here or price, but um, what do you think about the old secret, top secret character? You can't really tell because Minimates just have that block standard uh, bit that we can see here all silhouetted, so that's not really giving too much away at all, unless they're both Hydra with that helmet head. <laughs> <laughs> Any interest here? Mm-hmm. Scott, you collect Minimates sometimes? Yeah, not movie ones, though. Yeah. Um I'm, I'm so glad they're doing a Hulkbuster um, Iron Man, though, because I was really worried that they weren't going to merchandise that at all. Yeah. <laughs> so. A bit of news here that he's coming out in every scale, including studio. So. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> I'm so relieved. Yeah, if they didn't do studio scale, it just wouldn't be complete. So I'm I'm <laughs> certainly relieved about that. Yeah. All right. It's like up there with my fear that one day I'm going to decide I want an army build uh, slave layers and that they'll mm. all be gone. Yeah. <laughs> I guess the, the thing with Star Wars coming in as well, we're going to see a lot of uh, merchandise. So I wonder if they're going to have to have a, like a blacklist on things they can release and can't yeah, release. Yeah, you know, yeah, the yeah. The release of characters. Oh, it's so funny. Yeah. Speaking of Star Wars, uh, just in time for Star Wars Celebration, Lego announces two new large-scale buildable figures, getting a General Grievous and a Anakin Skywalker in his uh, – well, that's the clone armor sort of disguise, isn't it, that he was wearing? Those movies are a bit of a blur for me, but um, yeah. 
this is sort of what's that Lego it's based on? It's the um, Bionicle sort of system. So, I mean, they're impressive for what they are, but it's not really anything for me. And I don't know. They look okay. Yeah, well, if you're a prequel fan, I mean, that's, a, yeah. you know, a, a fine kind of funky Anakin. So Yeah, I think the um, sculpt's pretty good, pretty earnest. Yeah. Yeah. All right. My last bit of news is from Anavos Productions. Uh, we're getting some replica Star Wars helmets. So we're getting the Adat Driver, Darth Vader, TIE Fighter, getting the Imperial Snowtrooper. Um, these are all very impressive. They're on a big, bad toy store at the moment for pre-order, and they range from price for to five forty nine US down to two forty nine for the Imperial Snowtrooper. So I like, guess can, can you wear these? Are they like wearable or um, replica helmets? I'd say yes. I'd say definitely you could put them on, slip them on, and <laughs> have a party. But uh, I mean, they look pretty impressive, wouldn't they? In display case, all next to each other. But yeah, fitting a. Mm-hmm. One size fits all. Yeah. Find that hard to believe. Maybe (laughs) one size head fits all of the helmets. (laughs) Yeah, like a tennis ball head or something. Yeah. 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 So that's, I mean, they're impressive. They're very realistic. They look very nice. And like I mentioned, they'd they'd look very good in a display cabinet altogether. But, um, you know, you're talking well over, what, $2,000 to own all of them. So, but yeah, very impressive. What if you want an army build? Yeah, well, yeah. don't show Ben. <laughs> I'd suggest you stick with the um, the uniform cap things instead that are yeah, like 50 bucks right. each. For sure. Yeah, well, you can um, replicate that scene at the end of Return of the Jedi where they play the drums on the helmets. Oh, spoilers. Hello. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's my news. As fascinating as it was. Awesome. And Adam, bring up the uh, tale, as it were. <laughs> Bring up a rear. Well, the first thing I have is Monogram Products announcing a whole lot of paperweight and bank bus type gear that's all Age of of Ultron um, themed. The vast majority of it is, surprisingly enough, a character that we've had nowhere near enough merchandise of throughout the last 10 years, and that is Iron Man. Finally, he's getting the love. I know. I've been so worried. Yeah, uh-huh. so there's uh, some Hulk, there's even the Hulk Buster stuff, so don't worry, Scott, we've Sweet. got that covered. So yeah, forward spoilers. Yeah, I mean, not that I'll have any money to keep in my um, Hulk Buster bank because I'll have spent it all on Hulk Busters. Yeah. But if I did. Then you'd be sorted. Yeah. They've even got an Ultron uh, bank, bust bank as well. Very good. So these are all kind of, well, the banks are about 18 bucks each. Um, in that kind of range, and the paperweights for the busts are thirty bucks, and the the full Age of Ultron twelve inch Hulkbuster statue is forty bucks. I want an Ant Man bank. I think that's cool. Oh, do you have a wasp bank that you need to bait, beat up, or? <laughs> no, that would be a yellow jacket bank. Yeah, eh, it's all the same to me. No, no, no. Oh. Yes. Sacrilege. Yeah. <laughs> okay, sorry. Do you want a, a um a wasp bust bank that you can have your Ant Man bust bank spray with bug spray? <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. No, I just like you know, I, I um am that kind of typical male that uh always gets in trouble for uh not treating 
coins like real money. Um, oh, so, yeah. yeah, so this is like a constant you know, thing. So, uh, and my current, so what, what I've done to reckon, uh, to deal with that is that I have a piggy bank and when I get home, I put all my coins in the piggy bank and then the kids use that for like they're allowed lunch order from school once a week. And then we have to pay to get into basketball. So we use the, the coins for that. So, but my current um, piggy bank is actually breaking. So maybe I'll get an Ant-Man one to replace it. Hmm. We're doing rainy day with the kids is keep all the twenties and tens and fives and play this game. We have to roll it against the wall and closest to the wall coin wins that uh, round. So uh, yeah. they kept those coins, and then you go again and go again. Like, all oh, money supplied by Dad, so it doesn't really work for me anyway. Yeah, for sure, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, it does keep them interested for a couple of hours, you know. Nothing – kids love filling up their money box, so that's uh, something I used to play with my father as well. So That is <laughs> that was awesome. just, like, busy time. <laughs> wow, great. It's a good game. Good game for a quiz night as well, except you have, like, a bottle of grog that they're trying to hit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> not Maybe not for with the kids. But yeah, not yeah. for the kids. That would be bad, but I get it. I get the idea. Oh. Yeah. Sweet. Anyway, sorry, we've, we've um, digressed. Digressed. Back cool. to you, Adam. Well, the first bit of news that I have, Scott, is that Fiken Limited, so these are the guys that do oh, a lot sorry, of... Sorry, this is the second bit of news that you have because we just got completely oh, lost in your first bit of yeah. news. Yeah. yeah. True. Yes. <laughs> there you go. That's That's how... Keenly important the um the, the monogram banks. products there yeah yeah oh my god so, what is this thing yeah I I have never heard of this property before but in any case so Fiken the people that do a lot of the um one six scale and mm. bucks and does um, <laughs> it's what goes with a buck it's a with a doe. In deers, in rabbits. I I'm sorry. It. No, that's awesome. I love it. I've just never heard that one before. Um, so it's Z-Girl and the Four Tigers, um, but it's Z-Girl rather than th- and the Four Tigers. Apparently she is a zombie, a fully functioning zombie, discovered in the Mongolian desert in the 3rd century BC by the father of Taoism, Lao Tzu. Um, I've never heard of this property before, but sure, let's go with that. <laughs> she comes out in June this year and goes for one hundred ninety dollars. Um, so you get Z Girl, you get her outfit of a tiara, a neck guard, a halter top, shorts, knee pads. Because you know back then everyone was wearing um, halter tops and whatnot. <laughs> um, there's two sets of interchangeable heads, uh, four posing hands, two normal hands, two forearm guards, shotgun, shell bandolier, gun belts, uh, machetes. Glocks, an M4 assault rifle, uh, holsters, combat daggers, and sort of paraphernalia. So if you know about this property and you're interested, I suggest you might want to get into that one because you're probably not going to get another one anywhere else. It's quite Uh, impressive. uh, Yeah. Not for me because I know nothing about it. (laughs) Yeah, but I mean, it looks looks cool. And you should be able to pull bits and pieces off and put them on all your other fucking um, bodies as well. Not that they'll match with flesh tone, but there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Moving along, we have a sideshow. So this is actually a sideshow collectibles, uh, Joker premium format, and it's the Joker from Arkham Asylum. So it looks like there's an exclusive that has a... No, it's on a different head. It's just a photo angle. There you go. 
Yeah, so we we um, covered the preview of this last week, but now we're now, now it is actually up for pre-order, and there is a there is a separate uh, portrait that is the swap out, but um, I can't quite tell from the photo what the other one is. I think yeah, okay. So one of them, he's got uh, his eyes rolled over to the right, and he's got his mouth closed in a smile. Is one portrait, and the other one, he's got his mouth open in a a big laughing grinny face thing and looking straight at you. Mm, the closed mouth is very Jack Nicholson-esque, isn't it? Like a very skinny. Yeah. So that's quite a nice looking piece. Um, I know not everyone likes the Arkham Asylum Joker. Personally, for my money, he's, he's looked fine as a Joker. And if I was after a Joker piece and I didn't mind spending $450, <laughs> I would consider it. Well, I think too, as um, Ben mentioned last week, for people who missed out on the original Joker premium format, um, which you know is incredibly expensive now, you know this yep. this I think would this would work uh, for for me. You know, I think it's um, not not at all comic inaccurate, mm-hmm. um, and it's quite um, funky. You know? Yeah. Uh, it would be given away the fact that it's the Arkham Asylum piece by the base, which I'm sure Ben will be just wrapped with, but, hey, what can you do? Oh, does it say something on the base? Oh, it says Arkham Asylum. Oh, I can't see a picture of the base. <laughs> oh, there we go. Yeah. Uh, so Ben will love that, and he'll definitely buy it now. It's kind of cool. I kind of like it. Because it's, well, so, it's so, like, gangly, and um, it really does look like Jack Nicholson, too. Hmm. Jack Nicholson wasn't really gangly as the Joker, though. But no, 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 sorry. The no. facial. Totally separate. Yeah. It's gangly, and then I flicked over to a picture of the head sculpt and went, mm, never mind. Yeah. Carry on. Carry on. So for when Scott decides that he's going to buy that, he can expect it to no, arrive no, 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 no. in May or July next year. No, Scott's very happy with the original sideshow <laughs> from Joker. Thank you very much. <laughs> they can trade down now and make money. <laughs> anyway. We can move along. There is yet more of the Hot Toys products, and this is the Space Trooper one-sixth scale figure um, from Episode 4, Star Wars and New Hope. I don't really remember this, but clearly that's okay. Um, so you've got the Trooper himself. He comes with his backpack gun thing that connects to his gun. Uh, he's got the gun. Helmets, yes. Everything else you kind of expect to see. Um, I oh, hang on. There is a, a shot of all the bits and pieces. So it looks like there's plenty and plenty of swap outs. So it looks like there's four sets of alternative hands. It comes with a stand, a couple of guns, and I'm not sure what the funny tube thing is down the bottom. <laughs> I assume it's some kind of. Ah, oh, okay, that goes into his. Uh, backpack. So this yep. is a Star Wars Celebration exclusive. Um, I'm not sure what that means in terms of whether or not it'll ever be accessible in other places. Hmm. So they're just making stuff up now, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, well, that's what I'm, I don't recognise this from the movie at uh, all. But I mean, sitting looking at because I'm reviewing the Hot Toys Stormtrooper tonight, and I've got mine sitting here, and I mean, it's obviously it's the same figure with different accessories. Um, and the backpack, and then a different colored stand. Mm. Um, but in fact, the rifles look the same, and the hands look the same. So it's really just the 
um, funky backpack thing that looks different. And I can live without that. Yeah. But hey, if you're going to army build these, uh, like I'm content with my one stormtrooper. Um, <clears throat> but if you're going to army build these, then, you know, having different ones would be fun. Yeah. yeah. So if you're in, it's uh, $220. Expect it to ship to you between November this year and January next year. Yeah. Uh, hmm. So my final piece of news is further Star Wars Celebration things, which is that Super, oh, sorry, Funko and um, in their, their Super Shogun line have now got Star Wars uh, pieces. There is a Shadow Trooper, there is a Boba Fett, and I think that's the lot at the moment. Uh, so they're 24 inches tall. They kind of look a bit like, um, this is kind of amazing Z or something that it looks a bit like. Yeah. Yep. Mm. We'll go with that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Unless good. anyone wants to do no. something else. No, I'm good. No. I look, uh, it. I, sorry, it, they look like a nutcracker to me. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't, I don't know that these they're are. Good nutcrackers. Don't know. But they look like they're uh, just another exclusive, so they are therefore, I assume, already available at the booth and no information as to whether or not they'll be made available in a wider audience. Very good. Hmm. Yeah. Well, what a wide range of news there, and obviously lots of Star Wars stuff because it's Star Wars Celebration, and um, very good. So anything anything there that we covered that any of you are desperate to buy? Oh, the the Phantom Pop Vinyl. Yeah, I got that. I wouldn't mind. Yeah, the other McLovin for my bro. McLovin? But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm looking yeah. at – I'm honestly looking at that Space Trooper – now and thinking, hmm. Uh, maybe. maybe he was on screen for, you know, a split yeah. second. Seems that every single character got made. I don't think point. he would Yeah, I don't think he would have been on the on screen in the original, but mm. who knows? Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure Lucas chucked him in there at some point. Yeah. <laughs> very good. Well, thanks very much for that guys, and we will wrap up the news and come back in a moment with our good friend John and the next installment of everybody's favourite podcast game, Name That. Hey gang, it's Engineer Nerd, a.k.a. John, bringing you another fantastic installment of everybody's favorite podcast game, Name That. Well, maybe not everybody's, but a lot of people like it. So we will get right into it and we will play last week's sound right here. Table for one, right this way. No waiting. Or would you prefer takeout? Now, I may have picked that one out specifically with Ben in mind because that was the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Anchovy Alley pop-up playset. Um, I remember seeing these in stores. That was pretty cool. It looked like a pizza box and then you'd unfold it and it looked like a, uh, you know, like an alley playset kind of thing with a pizza restaurant, I believe. But, um, cool thing. I, I really liked it and, uh, hope you did all as well. Um, and I'm sure that Ben knew that as soon as he heard it. Anyway, we'll move on to this week's sound. And I got to give you a little warning. I'm not sure if this is a real commercial, a web commercial, or something else altogether. I'm just not sure. But 
anyway, we will play it right here. Eight dolls that come alive with movable parts and accessories to spare. Can strike with a hatchet or a knife and see with eyes that glow in the dark. I know it might be a little tough, so we will play it one more time. Eight dolls that come alive with movable parts and accessories to spare. Can strike with a hatchet or a knife and see with eyes that glow in the dark. As always, come on over to AFB Forum. That's AFBforum.com and make your guesses because guessing's fun and everybody should do it because it's, you know, cheap because it's the internet. Anyway, <laughs> I know you guys all know that by now. And you also know that if you go to the forum, you go find the name of that thread, you get it right, you get forum points. And what are forum points? They are delicious bits of internet goodness. You get enough forum points together and you will get a AFB doily. I know I'm really excited for those. Um, you know, I got to put something over the back of the couch and you know, some people, they just want something a little easier. Although I don't know how much easier they really are, uh, but we play the picture version over at TV and on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And we alternate between accessories and shadows and the shadows are just an action figure. And then it's all blacked out. So you can just see the outline. So come on over and try that. And until then, this is Engineer Nerd saying, peace out. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Who wants pizza? It's the Anchovy Alley Pop-Up Pizza Playset. Oh! A deep dish full of turtle action. Table for one, right this way. No waiting. Or would you prefer takeout? Try our hand-tossed original. You'll flip. I said no anchovies. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Pop-Up Pizza Playset and figures. Each sold separately. Nice. We have three Toys of the Week for this episode, and whenever Adam has Toy of the Week, he always chooses something that has 40 words in its name, just to make it hard for whoever is opening the show. So I'm not saying this one again. Adam, what are you reviewing? I am reviewing the Dragon Ball Xenoverse Trunks Travel Edition Future Trunks statue, and it's from um, Master Stars or Ben Presto or whoever is behind that particular um, company. So... This uh, comes about from, if you are aware of the Dragon Ball Z game, Dragon Ball Xenoverse, which was released earlier this year, the collector's edition was called the, well, the, the top of the line collector's edition that I'm aware of was the Trunks Travel Edition uh, of the game. So it came with the game and a couple of bits of downloadable content and a, um aluminium case and um, this statue piece. So... Obviously, it was released this year and uh, acquired this year because it was a pre-order item. Uh, it is a statue, as has been covered. As far as the price, I, it, it's hard to say. Um, if you were happy with everything else you got in the collector's edition, you could probably say this was free. If you were buying it for this instead of like you wanted just the game, um, then obviously it has a price and it's probably about $60 or so. So the item is... Future Trunks from Dragon Ball Z, unsurprisingly. Um, for those of you not familiar with the show or comics, 
Um, Trunks is the son of Bulma and Vegeta. Uh, future Trunks is uh, Trunks grows up in the future or in a future destroyed by androids um, and comes back to the past. Yeah, absolutely. Comes back to the past to learn how to beat them. Um, And so he's, I think, 16 or 17 at the time. Uh, The reason he's specifically identified as Future Trunks is because the the show and comics then both advance into the future where after Trunks has been born and um, he's about, what is he, about seven or eight or something um, later on in the show. So that's just Trunks or Kid Trunks. So just to make it clear which one you're talking about. Okay, we're clear on that. Future Trunks. I get it now. See that I should I should research these more before I have to introduce them so that when I do you know I can read with meaning. Yeah, and uh, it would help you if I put the information in a bit earlier. But hey, we we all have to make sacrifices. So getting onto the item, let's talk about what happens when you open the box because um, it's a little bit underwhelming. So you open the overall box of the game and it's, you know, that thin outer sleeve kind of thing. Inside that, there's a, a cardboard mailer. Um, inside that, you have the video game and the, um, the additional case, etc. separate packaging. Take that out, put it aside. And you then get another cardboard box that has trunks in it. And you open that. And you're underwhelmed because the item is in three, or it's one long plastic bag separated into, actually into four segments. So there's a segment that holds just the circular base, which is completely um, uninteresting. It just has <laughs> two pegs on it that fit into the bottom of Trunk's right foot. Um, you have the main body of Trunk's himself, you have the hilt part of his sword, and you have his legs. Um, you open those up, and it's pretty easy to put together. Um, but it's kind of interesting that that's how they chose to pack it, because I kind of look there and go, well, okay, fine, it's a PVS vinyl kind of thing, PVC, sorry, vinyl kind of thing, but maybe some of that could have got broken in transit, maybe. Um, but, yeah, I wasn't at all impressed with the, the packaging. It was quite shithouse, in my opinion. Um the sculpt of the figure is fine. It's trunks in kind of a prepare for battle, starting to power up kind of pose. So that's not an issue. Um, the, you could take the um, sword hilt out of the sheath if you wanted to. That's not an issue. Uh, I guess if you wanted to get a little bit peevish, you could notice the fact that when you look at it front on um, and if you expose it to good light, you can see a copyright piece of information on the bottom of the sheath. Why that's not on the back, I'm not sure. Why it's on that at all, I'm not sure, because there's copyright information on the bottom of the base. Mm. Yeah. So otherwise, the sculpt is fine. It's um, a bit uninteresting, but it's kind of a bit more of a statuey type pose. Uh, yeah, museum piece, statuey type pose, that's fine. Um, then you get to the paint, and so far I've noticed a few items of slop, which isn't great. Um, there's some areas where the paint hasn't been sufficiently applied. This is largely around um, around buttons on him or pieces that aren't the consistent colour. And the other thing that's really disappointing, as far as I can tell, is they haven't really used any wash whatsoever in any of the creases all over his clothing. 
And considering, you know, yeah, okay, fine, it's a, a pack-in with a video game, but you charged a fair bit for the collector's edition of this game. Yeah. And it is it is a, you know, kind of, what, probably 10 to 12-inch piece, and it's just completely lacking in um, colour highlight to go with it, which, again, right, it's not like there's a lot of action going on in the, the piece. You have to somehow create something to give it a bit more detail and dynamicism. So I thought that was kind of fairly weak, really. Hmm. Um, the other thing that's a bit strange is that a lot of things have metallic effects. And this is probably an area where some people are probably fine with it. I kind of take the point of view with a lot of the Dragon Ball Z things that, well, I appreciate things like, you know, Super Saiyans have golden hair. I always just took that as, well, they're just extremely blonde, right? So in the show, they just show up as, you know, basically peroxide blondes. Um, or kind of sulfury colored blonde. But then when people make toys and statues of it, and sometimes in the video games, they try and actually make it a golden shade. And I kind of sit there and go, but it never was shown that way in any of the, you know, any of the show. So it's really, I, that kind of gets at me. But having a metallic colored, more trunks with metallic purple hair, metallic blue jacket, metallic um, orangey gold boots and belt, I'm just going, no, I don't think that's quite right for my money. Mm. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's, there's nothing wrong with the sculpt and it's really more the, the paint that lets it down more than anything. Um, there's no real accessories that come with it. Okay. Again, fine. It was a packing, um, statue. I don't have a real problem with it, but overall it just comes off a bit cheap. Mm. Um, I mean, I've got the, I got the, Arkham City special edition that had the Batman statue, which was, you know, quite a nice piece. It was smaller, but it was much more detailed. It had better paintwork. It also didn't have accessories, but I thought it was a much better product than this. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the, the packaging just kind of sets the tone, I think, for how it turns out. You know? Yeah. But, um, yeah, so I don't know. Overall, I'd probably give this maybe a five or a six out of ten. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm glad I didn't have to, you know, pay for this as a separate thing by itself. Yeah. Yeah, that's a shame. Yeah. Well, they can't all be tens, particularly when Justin's around. <laughs> exactly right. Can't all be dread statues. <laughs> Broken dread statues. Uh, well, <laughs> with missing what pieces. Contention. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> incomplete, incomplete dread statues. That's it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you very much for that, Adam. Sorry it wasn't a better uh, result, but good for those out there that might be considering. And uh, we will take a break and we'll come back to talk about the things that we've added to our collection this week. Hey, kids, I'm here to tell you about two extreme famous corners, Mario Mario and Luigi Mario. From the Super Mario Bros. movie. You wanna know what makes him super? Cause they triumph over the evil Koopa and his brain psychics, Iggy and Spike. Using only their plumbing tools and they battle the Goombas. Koopa's hideous dino human army. Those Goombas are scary. The Super Mario Bros. action figures from Ertl. But don't worry, they're not real. 
Well, this whole catastrophe began because we all collected stuff and needed to find some way to feel good about it. And uh, this is where we talk about that to try and make ourselves feel good about what we bought this week. So, Justin, what did you buy this week that you need us to make you feel good about? Okay, first purchase was a Kotobukiya Art FX Batman statue, which may or may not be coming up later on in the podcast <sighs> as a review. Toy of the week. Yeah. And I uh, got some hands on some Mega Bloks SpongeBob minifigures. After seeing the movie, I wanted uh, the guys in the, the superhero um, costumes. Oh. <laughs> so I got two. One was like a sort of purple fish guy who was in the movie for three seconds. <laughs> and the other one was um, Squidward in his uh, superhero suit. And I didn't realize that Mega Bloks have a system inside on the pamphlet that says that um, some of them are really ultra rare. So. I couldn't be bothered um, searching down anymore, mm. but I was, Squidward was probably the one I was after the most, and I was able to get him. So cool. I am going to cut Mega Blocks out of my life now. So <laughs> 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 they're dead mm. to you. They are. I really yeah. wanted a Patrick Star any superhero. He has a power of um, he has a power of magnetizing ice cream. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Could be incredibly useful. Oh, the movie was over the kids' heads by you know levels. Um, but I was I was cackling silently to myself. <laughs> <in the movies. laughs> oh, so funny, mm. cool. And uh, Adam, did you get anything? Nah. Wow, you're a failure. Yeah, I've had that a bit this week. Yeah, you've been too busy mm. getting rid of um, things to actually get anything. Yeah, mm. body weight. Yeah, body weight. Yeah. 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 Um, I, what I, all I got this week was the, uh, Marvel Legends Hellcat and Batroc. Um, not interested in the Thanos builder figure. I like my Marvel Select Thanos. Um, so I didn't need to buy the, um, movie figures that I wouldn't want anyway to build yep. him. So thank you, Hasbro, um, for that weirdest combination of, um, you know, characters, the movie Avengers with two really classic, you know, kind of 70s yeah. um, Marvel characters, but there you go. So, well, you could say three with Spider Woman in that in that costume. Oh, know. true. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, I didn't feel the need for the Spider Woman either. I mean, I think nah. it probably is a step up from the um, original Marvel Legends yeah. one, but I, you know, didn't feel like I needed to replace it. But, um, yeah. Hel- I mean, you know, Hel- being a Defenders fan, Mm. Um, Hellcat. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I did the exact same thing. I only ordered Hellcat and Batroc from yeah. uh, Mike and yeah. uh, looked at the Spider Woman that I already have and just went, oh, I don't really see the need to to upgrade this. No. And uh, from what I've heard from a few people, including Eddie last week, there's been quite a few uh, paint issues with Spider Woman. So mm. that made me feel better about my choice. But yeah. my Batroc and um, Hellcat were both great. Um, what I didn't do this week was pre-order, uh, the premium format dark side. Uh, we talked, <laughs> we talked about it last week and yep. I just looked at it and was like, you know what? I just cannot pull the trigger on that for $600 us. Mm, you said that last week. Can't do it. Yeah. yeah. So, but often I say that and then I give in, mm. you know, but I just, I, I feel a sense of finality about it that I'm not going to have it. Yeah. I'm just kind of looking around and I don't have room for mm. for it and I don't love Darkside at 600 US dollars worth. Yeah, it's it's a hard sell. I mean, the statues are ridiculously priced at the moment, aren't they? 
Well, particularly with the exchange rate in mm. Australia just not being very favorable and then shipping as yeah. well. So, but, um, yeah, it's like flex peg only takes you so far. So. Yeah. We had a good run. We had a good run. We had a good parity run. For all. Oh, we sure yeah. did. Yeah. That's, I owe my Bowen Designs collection to parity. Mm. Thank you. <laughs> so, yeah. But, yeah. Okay. Well, if no one has anything else to report, then we will come back with our second toy of the week. More muscle, more metal, more than heroes, they're legends. Legends of Batman. from Mighty Batman Comics. All new legends blaze with all new power. Slice into time with Samurai Batman striking a massive blow for justice. As Silver Knight Batman flashed sizzling steel and cut through crime of a different time. And encased in a mammoth medal of flight pack, Batman solved the riddle of crime every time. More than heroes, they're legends. Legends of Batman. Figures each sold separately. And now for our second toy of the week, I'm handing over to Justin with a much easier to say toy. Well, sort of for some of us. <laughs> <laughs> I have got the Kotobukiya Artifacts One Six Scale Batman. Now there has been a few versions of this Batman. He was originally released to, I don't think, coincide, but pay homage to Jim Lee's uh, uh, artwork on Hush hmm. uh, with Batman, and since then he's had. Two releases, both in the black and grey um, scheme. But I think the one that's most recently out for sale now has a few tweaks into it to fit into new 52-esque sort of uh, realm, if that makes any sense. (laughs) (laughs) So he has a bit of history. Um, I really wanted the the blue and grey colour scheme because that's my Batman. Um, but the prices are ridiculous at the moment. And I hope they don't pull a sideshow and um, release <laughs> the blue and grey one down down the road, but I'll keep my eye out. Um, now, I'll get into it. The year of release, so I just picked him up. Like I mentioned, he's had a couple of previous release dates. Um, I got this just recently. Now, he is a statue, but he is a, I guess it's vinyl or, or plastic yeah, statue. It's PVC. PVC, yeah. yeah. So he stands at 11 inches tall and, you know, he's a, he's a fair chunk of plastic here. He's quite weighted. Um, I paid 129 Australian for him, so just, un, just under 130 actually from uh, an online seller. Um, it's just like a uh, – we don't really have him here, but it, and the expression is, is not us either, but it's a mum-and-pop store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, it was, it was something like that I found online. I was looking for the best price. It just happened to come along. Um, so the packaging is quite nice. And once again, the packaging is different to coincide with the grey and black costume details. It's Batman sitting on top of a gargoyle. Uh, the packaging is grey. There's a bit of a blurb on the back, um, company details, and a bit of um, info on you know Jim Lee and, and what this Batman represents as well and where he came from. The boxing is collector-friendly. It's a plastic insert that uh, fits snugly to the front and rear of Batman, so he sits in there quite nicely. You know, um, the package came to me in a pristine condition, so for all intents and purposes, the packaging works. Uh, highly collector-friendly. You can open him up, uh, pose him, play with him, whatever you want to do, and put him back in the box. So that is that for that. So moving on to sculpt. I mean, it's, it's, it's weird because it's Hush Batman, Jim Lee, um, but he's just in a gray and black costume with the pronounced 
uh, big black uh, big black bat hmm. on his chest. Um, so we're all pretty familiar with that as well. Um, I was able to do some research, and it was actually sculpted by. Now I'm going to murder this. I think it's pronounced Koei. Would that sound right to you? It's in the script there, mm. Matsumoto. It sounds pretty good to be. Pretty good. Not being a pronunciation expert of <laughs> such things. <laughs> Koei. Yeah. Koei. Yeah. Okay. So whoever you are, you've done a masterful job based on that work of Dimly once again. So quality of apps. Everything is really good. When you look at the paint and so forth, what they've done there is they've put the boots and gloves in a satin finish and the rest of the costume is in a matte except for the exterior of the cape. So they've two-toned the cape. Um, the trunks are flat, which is a bit – it sort of looks a bit weird. I guess satin trunks would have set it off. Um, what I do have here is a bit of overspray on the, on the gold belt buckle. That's come onto the costume, but unless you're really looking for it, um, you weren't, you weren't going to see anything there. Um, the shading is very good. It's a gray costume with sort of, uh, not a dry brush effect, but a sort of paint run effect into all the, um, muscle effect, which looks, looks very good. It sets it off quite well because he got the, because he has the black cape and the grey stands out um, in the foreground because it's quite pronounced against the black backdrop of the cape. That's good. Um, now the if I could just go back to sculpting something I've missed. The, the cape is tattered in areas. It looks like um, Batman has seen some action, but only his cape has been damaged, which is a little weird when you think about it. But it's um, it's 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 not. Bad. I mean, it looks chunks taken out here and there to the edges, so it's 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 okay. Um, now the right hand of Batman is grabbing his cape from the inside, and the sculpting effects of the fingers are showing through on the cape to the outside, which is a really good, a really good effect as well. It's um, almost looks like the cape is moving. So that's a flow effect there. The pouches to the belt are done really well, uniform sort of way. Um, now the facial expression is, is stern. Um, what we expect from Batman, it's, it's all there. There's nothing missing there as well. Um, the only couple of things I have is on the back. There's a couple of scratches on the cape. Um, I'm pretty sure that would have been done when he was actually just put into the plastic and it scraped against the plastic. And once again, unless you were really looking for it, you wouldn't have noticed. Um, Batman also comes with a base. Now there's no wording on the on the. <laughs> On the base, it doesn't say Batman, but there is a huge bat signal, um, which is black on black, so you can't really see it except that it's um, beveled in. So unless you're getting close to it, you won't notice. The complaint I had is when I went to put him on the base, um, I just put him down with standard force. The peg snapped off through the under edge of oh, the base. No. So it would appear that the boot hole on his right foot is not big enough fits on the left foot so i'm gonna to have to just maybe get a um a drill and take out some tiny plastic in the bottom of his boot um it can easily fix with super glue but it's just a bit of a pain you know it's just something that would have happened in manufacturing i'm sure um yeah just going through articulation obviously none because it's a statue um gone through accessories now it's time for the dolly rating just going to take a couple of points off with the with the scraping and the and the peg hole so I'm going to give this 
Batman statue a solid eight out of ten. Um, I really have not too many complaints. Once again, just nitpicky things that a standard sort of person who bought it wouldn't probably look for, but have to be fair and concise for the show. So I give it about an eight out of ten. Um, you reviewed the uh, Wonder Woman Cotabakia uh, one six scale artifacts. Have you put these two no. together? No, I, ha- I haven't got that yet. Oh, sorry, That's, you reviewed it. Sorry, you, you, you bought it, but you haven't yes. got it yet. Oh, okay. I haven't got it yet, so okay. it's, it's on its oh. way. Yeah. Doing a sort of like a flex pay sort of situation. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. I, I've, seen that, I've seen that in person a couple of times and really like it. Yeah, I, I hope they continue on with other members of the Justice League. If we can get a uniform Justice League, um, that would be really good. If they could start on, you know, Greenland... And Aquaman next. That would yeah. be, uh, really, really good. I, I have the Superman. I don't think I've reviewed him for the show, but that's a Superman. Yeah. I think he's, uh, Superman of tomorrow or something like that. Yeah. 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 And, but that was not an official Kodo release. That was, um, uh, that fell off the back of a truck. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, uh, I am getting Wonder Woman. She should be here in about two or three weeks time. So Very good. And I've seen, yeah, I've since seen that Wonder Woman because, Weird things happened in the local shopping center. A couple of these um, pop culture stores have opened. Um, one called Zing. Yep. And uh, they have a lot of pop vinyl and a lot of uh, statues and a lot of um, neck stuff there as well. Owned so, by EB Games. Owned by um, EB Games. That's it. Yep. EB Games. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, we've yeah. got one too in our um, local Westfield, and it's awesome. And they actually get in sideshow and hot toy stuff too. Yeah, and they have Star Wars Black. They had um they had um what's the name? The clone troopers. They had two clone troopers mm. in there as well. So yeah. yeah, um my daughter texts me when she went there shopping. She goes, Oh dad, you gotta see this shop. And they got a yeah. whole wall of pop vinyl. Yeah. <laughs> she collects supernatural pop vinyls. <laughs> oh my gosh. There you yeah. go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Quite happy with this um this line and I just feel safer collecting plastic uh, vinyl, uh, sorry, PVC statues. Um, they're quite robust and uh, it's good for me. <laughs> and they're fantastic looking. You yeah, know, and the are... price point difference, you know, is really for the Huge. quality that you get. It's, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you very much for that, Justin. No uh, we will come right back in a moment with our final Toy of the Week for this show. Luke Skywalker handles his saber well, Ben Kenobi. You should know, Yoda. Yes, I've been the Jedi Master for 800 years. Yoda and other action figures each sold separately. Beep, 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 beep. It's okay, R2-D2. I've got my laser pistol. Hold it, Luke. They're afraid of your snake, Yoda. You have nothing to fear. The Force is all around us. Yoda and other action figures each sold separately. From Star Wars, the Empire Strikes Back collection. From Kenner. Well, rounding out our trifecta of Toy of the Weeks, we have Scott with his Star Wars Episode 4 one-thick scale Stormtrooper. So, Scott, over to you. Thank you very much. Um, I didn't realize that this was actually coming out until I got the shipping notice from Sideshow to say that it uh, was arriving, and I was very excited. Um, And uh, then I realized that um, I had ordered... Uh, this from the Big Bad Toy Store as well. <laughs> so um, I'm not trying to army build, I promise. Um, but I've got my uh, Big Bad Toy Store 
one already and I don't know I might sell the other one because I'm not I'm not an army builder we'll see but uh to do the usual this is a 2015 um release and acquisition um uh, there's a point early last year where Hot Toys announced that they had the Star Wars license which I found a bit odd seeing as I already own the uh Bespin Luke um Hot Toys 2 pack but um you know this this has been billed a few times as you know the the uh first in the um line so we'll see how that goes um this is uh pretty much everything that you would expect from um a a stormtrooper and a hot toys piece in terms of you know the detail etc so i'll just go through um the inclusions um this is 12 inches tall it's one six scale and this there are two um different releases of this uh obviously we covered some of the variants that are coming later like the space trooper etc but with these stormtroopers there is a single pack and then also a two pack coming um that uh have um obviously two stormtroopers but then also some extra inclusions the single stormtrooper um comes in a you know, pretty standard hot toys packaging the outer cardboard box the um inner uh window box with the double tray um which is all you know very collector friendly in terms of being able to take it all out and play with it and then put it all back together um if you wish and uh the uh, outside is pretty um average i think like the, the in terms of the the packaging it's a photo of the the figure star wars you're nothing super exciting um black background uh credits on the back which i do really like that hot toys um does that with their packaging you know this is this is a, a labor of love to produce these things and i do like that they do include credits on what they on what they do um there are two trays to this the bottom tray is just uh the stand uh, which is a uh, ben would not approve because it's got a label on it um <laughs> so it's got kind of like a red uh grid thing and then with the standard uh one six scale uh what do they call it? What do they call it? You know, the thing that goes in their crotch <laughs> or the crotch rester um, stand, the little <laughs> things. I don't know. I'm sure there's an official title, but then, yeah, that's what we call them. Oh, the, the, the crotch rester. Squirrel <laughs> grip. <laughs> yeah. And uh, then it, it is, it, just in case you didn't know what this is, it is labeled with a um, little silver emblem that says Star Wars Stormtrooper. So no confusion there. Um, you know, and I, I have to say, I, I suppose that that's going to be the thing that they're going to do with this line across the board. Well, there you go. But uh, I, I don't like th- that stuff. I don't think that it's necessary. I know what I bought. I spent $200 on this thing. Um, so I know what it is. Thank you. I don't need a label. And, uh, if anyone who's looking at this, um, uh, you know, my stormtrooper doesn't know what it is. Well, that's their problem. But there you go. It is actually removable, the little um, latch thing, but it kind of looks funny without it. So um, your mileage may vary in terms of what you decide. In terms of what is included with this stormtrooper, um, the uh, inclusions are there are seven 
different uh, hands. There is a pair of fists, a pair of what they call relaxed palms. So hmm. if, you, if you want them to meditate or something, I guess. Um, a pair of palms for holding weapons, which is what I've uh, chosen to display him with, and then a gesturing left palm. Um, the... Uh, suit on this is amazing um it really we've got the black bodysuit underneath the the one six scale figure so we've got fabric happening and when you have a really close look at the armor a lot of it is actually um you know placed on over the bodysuit um in you know there are so many shortcuts they could have taken to produce this, that they have stepped around. So it's not possible to um, take the armor off, but there are pieces that are uh, loose and attached with straps, etc., like the actual armor. Um, the, the detail is just... Uh, amazing so when you when you can feel under the joints like his elbows his shoulders his knees etc there is that that bodysuit underneath which is actually fabric um and then uh the the armor on top he comes with two weapons he's got a blaster rifle and a blaster pistol and he comes uh, with a belt with holster, uh, which means that you can holster the one that you're not using. And um, he also comes with a set of instructions that shows you how the holster works for both weapons, which is quite handy because otherwise I think you could spend a lot of time kind of faffing around trying to work it out. So that is a really nice inclusion. Um, being not a huge extra accessories person, I like figures that can um, store all of the accessories somehow. Um, cause at least that way I know I can keep them together. So that, that is quite handy. And, uh, the, both of the rifles or the blasters are really cool. The, um, blaster, uh, pistol, um, actually has got a couple, sorry, not the pistol. I apologize. The rifle, um, actually can be opened up for, um, you know, an extended handle. And, uh, so it's actually got moving pieces, um, which oh. is extremely groovy. Um, so, you know, again, level of detail, very high. Um, he, one thing that is a little bit, um, I guess necessitated by the armor, but a little bit fiddly is that the ankle pegs that, um, attach his feet to the leg are quite visible um, because of the way that the armor works. So um, it's not very well masked and he is pretty sturdy, but not a hundred percent sturdy just because of the, the way that the leg armor interacts with the shoe means that um, the shoe can get a bit caught up at awkward angles and it takes a bit of effort just to pose him in a way that won't tip over and being a you know predominantly white plastic figure I'm really conscious of not wanting this to tip over and then you know get marked by falling so that's just something to be aware of the ankles um visible but also just the feet a little bit hard to pose um in a way that keeps him sturdy um 
The other thing to mention is that he comes with, uh, as I said before, the belt, which is removable. Um, it's attached by Velcro at the back. And once you've got that set up, he comes with a blast grenade that has uh, little hooks that can hook onto the back of his belt. So um, that is cool, but probably first thing that could get knocked off and lost if you're not careful. So just just be warned. Um, everything else is really secure. Um, he hold, holds his weapons um, really nicely. He's got the lovely flexible fingers that mean that you can really curl them around the weapons so that he doesn't lose them. Um, this this is ultra cool. I can't, uh, you know, being obviously a kid of the seventies and um, loving this line so much, um, I just can't wait for. Uh, more characters. Um, I've got him with my sideshow Darth Vader, which is beautifully scaled. Um, you know, that sideshow Darth Vader is a beautiful piece, um, and, uh, quite tall. They look great together. If you look on our Facebook page, I have got some photos of Stormtrooper and, um, Darth together, together. And, uh, it looks bloody fantastic. And I'll probably just end up keeping the extra one that I ordered. Um, yeah. yeah. Even though I'm not an army builder, I'm not an army builder, <laughs> but I kind of feel with the hot choice drone trooper, you probably can't go wrong. I, I don't think it's ever going to lose its resale value. So yeah, I've got to go 10 out of 10. Sorry, Justin, I can't, I can't complain about this chap at all. He's amazing. Yeah. I think the scale's uh, right on standing next to a Vader. It looks exactly, exactly right. Yeah, well, that's the side, that's the sideshow one. The the um, mm. hot choice one, I think, is going to be a little taller. So, but I mean, it'll still work. I, I yeah, think it's so. a good match. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. just a beautiful thing. And uh, may there be more. Well, thank you very much for that entertaining review, Scott. That was our final toy of the week. And when we come back, we'll go through some feedback from our beloved listeners and wrap the show up. This is Major Matt Mason, Mattel's Man in Space. Ready for every adventure with all his official equipment. The space station, protected by solar shields. The moon suit, designed for exploration. The space crawler that keeps on going no matter what. Get them together or separately. And share the exciting adventures of Major Matt Mason, Mattel's new Man in Space. Well, we love hearing from you, and if you would like to give us some feedback or um, add uh, some information to the things that we've commented on or tell us the things that you're excited about in the toy world, you can email us at podcast at actionfigureblues.com. You can follow us on Twitter at AFBlues. Hey, we just passed over 2,000 followers on Twitter, by the way which is um, very exciting. Awesome. Yeah, so thanks, everybody. Um, the uh, You can also follow us on Instagram um, at Action Figure Blues and leave comments there um, or, of course, post on our Facebook page. And, uh, Justin, you've got an email to read out. Yes, I do. It is from Cass Shell, and it says, I just wanted to send a quick follow-up to my last email. I listen to you guys from home as I work from home. I don't have to hide from my supervisor. Smiley face. (laughs) So I really appreciate the links you put in your show notes for the figures you cover on the show. I can look them up without worrying about someone looking over my shoulder while I work. Thanks again from Cass in Benton, Illinois, USA. (laughs) Very good. And that raises a good point that I don't think we mention often enough, which is that um, 
the links to all of the items that we cover in the news are on the actionfigureblues.com website. Um, once we post the show, then we take our notes that we use to do the show and stick them up on the website. So uh, if you do want to follow along, um, it's that's, that is an easier way for us than trying to do enhanced podcasts, uh, which not everybody can um, look at anyway. If you want to follow along, then you can actually um, use the links that we use when we're talking about the news to um, play along at home. So thank you very much, Cass. And Adam, you have our other piece of feedback, which came from Facebook. I do indeed. This is from Mike Carter. Oh, sorry, Cater. Apologies, Mike. Uh, who says that, as for the news, I always love hearing about the Generations line. This is Transformers, preferably G1, or the aforementioned Beast Wars. Rat Trap is great until they move into Beast Machines, which is a Beast Wars follow-up. Uh, and if you guys hear... Sorry, want to hear something freaky about the much derided drive. In the annual team-up move, team movie, Game Guy gains drive arms and drive gets types fruit, type fruits. I'm not sure what that means, but okay. Oh, no. That's um, <laughs> when uh, we were talking about the Kamen Rider um, game ones with the steering wheel, the wheels mm. attached to them. Oh, okay, yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. Oh, that's funny. Slip. As an aside, this is usually the norm for Rider or Ranger, Super Sentai, team-up movies. Are they swap maker or share a power? Tell John to wait till they decide to do KR, so Kamen Rider 15, example, Four's Arms. Um, yeah. So a lot of that is clearly directed at um, Eddie and at John. Yep. <laughs> um, and then I've got a tweet from um, the Bearded Asian and he says, how long is the sale for? I'm in the area. Sweet. So uh, the sale goes on forever, the bearded <laughs> Asian. So whenever whenever you're around, just hop on in. Yeah. I hope I it's not my area. <laughs> oh, I'm sure it is. I think, I think he's everywhere. <laughs> he's omnipresent. Yeah, Sweet. For sure. So I don't. Yeah, usually when you get those things, if it's a reply to a tweet, then you're able to work it out. It'll say, you know, in reply to whatever, but that's just for us. So there you go. Mm. A yeah. bit more details. <laughs> yeah, a little bit more. That would be great. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we get I, get, I get a lot of emails from stuff that you know, we've reviewed in times past, pictures on the site, and they're like, oh, is that for sale, et cetera. And like, no. But um, that was, I thought that one was worth sharing because it's just so special yeah yeah so thank you the bearded asian and that's not some weird at all no yeah. well, have you considered offer like putting a generic sentence says you know if you want to purchase this item it's going to be 300 percent of retail price three billion yes yeah yeah <laughs> you never know we tried to um get rid of one of our clients last year by really over not not just saying look if you want to continue you've got to buy extra consulting services because you seem to be really struggling etc and so we put together a package that was what we just said everything that we think that they need let's put it in so that if they if they don't want it they'll say no and they bought it <laughs> so now we have to do it all so it's well. I know it's I mean actually it's actually working really well at the moment um because part of it they put someone new in to kind of work with us but it was just that thing of like I thought well we'll never hear from them again and then the, we got the order through and we're like oh damn it 
Okay. <laughs> that's, that's exactly why you have to be nice to tradesmen as well. Yeah. Yeah. Because they'll overquote. Oh, damn straight. <laughs> yeah. Damn straight. Yeah. yeah. Well, it wasn't, it, I just, it wasn't that they weren't nice. It was just that, you know, we like, I mean, I work in a software company and we sell a product and th- there's support included with it, but it's support that is, uh, on the understanding that you're actually going to take responsibility for making it work and we're just here to help you. Um, so yeah, it was that deal. Anyway. Hey, bearded Asian. The, the sale is still on. <laughs> All right. Well, I don't think we could say any more, really. No, that's a perfect end to any show. Yeah. 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 Hey, bearded Asian, the sale is still on. Yeah. It makes me think of, like, for some reason, the Elton John song, um, Painted Ladies or whatever it was. Uh, see, I was thinking about, like. I have no che- idea why, but. Yeah. I was thinking about, like, Cheech and Chong and pot smoking. Yeah. Yeah. That would make sense, too. Bye, everybody. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Catching. The Action Figure Blues podcast can be found on iTunes and Stitcher Radio and downloaded direct at actionfigureblues.com by clicking on the podcast tab. If you do listen to us on iTunes, please take a moment to leave a positive rating and review. We also have an active fan forum at afbforum.com where you can join in with all of the hosts of the podcast and many other collectors to discuss news, new releases, old lines, and engage in trades and sales in a safe community. Please join us there. While you're at actionfigureblues.com, please don't forget to check out our sponsors like Mike's Comics and Stuff, ShelfLife.net, and the Pop Culture Superstore, who help keep our site running. You can also find us on Twitter at AFBlues and on our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash actionfigureblues. Thanks for listening.